Let's play a game. Okay. It's called Two Truths and <laughs> Two Truths and a Lie. I'm sorry, does someone does someone bite your tongue off in the middle of your two conversation? Two truths and a lie. It's like no, we finna play two truths and a lie. Where you supposed to tell two truths or two true facts or statements about yourself and one lie. Okay. Okay, I think I understand. I think you understand too. But sometimes, you know, you be having collapse and stuff. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So, do you want me to go first so you get a, a kind of a taste of it? Or do you got it? I love a taste. <laughs> By George, she's got it. Okay, so. Two truths and a lie. My three statements. I majored in math at the University of Cincinnati. I have performed on Carnegie Hall the stage. <laughs> and oh fuck, I lost it. Wait. Performed on Carnegie Hall. I majored in math at UC. Fuck. Ah! Ha, 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 ha. Darn it. I, come back to me. Your turn. You go. You go. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. The expert <laughs> has, has riddled himself. He's riddled himself into a frenzy. It's because you didn't write it down. It's because I didn't write it down. I'm That's creeping, I'm creeping up yonder. And I thought of it. And I had it. And I told myself from twice. And I made you... I stalled getting us one. I made you laugh. And so when you I did, did... You did. You did. All right. I'm going to think about it, though. Okay. All right. My um three statements are... Mm-hmm. I used to have a crush on Fred Sanford's girlfriend, Donna... I've never seen the movie The Bodyguard, mm-hmm. and I love '90s indie music. '90s indie is real particular, but you have always considered yourself to be an other type of person. So I'm going to assume that one to be true about you. It's out there, but it's far fetched enough for it to be you. The Bodyguard. Feel like I can relate to because I don't think I really ever have seen the bodyguard, honestly. So I don't know if that's a lie on your hand, but no, you have seen the bodyguard because you saw the play, and I don't think you cared for it. So I'd go see the play if you haven't seen the movie. You've seen the bodyguard, that's your lie, and you did have a crush on Donna, whoever Sanford Sanford. I don't, I know Sanford and Son, but I don't know who Donna is. Am I correct? What is your answer? I told you the truths were Indies 90 or 90s indie you enjoy and you had a crush on Donna and I think you lied about um, not seeing the bodyguard. Okay. What type of person do you think I am to have a crush on that black woman? That older lady as a young man. That upstanding woman. Well, I'm gonna you... lust over her. That was the lie. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh well that helped me to come up with my... <laughs> 
third <laughs> statement. I'll just say that. Duh. All right, so three statements. I majored in math at the University of Cincinnati. I have performed on the stage of Carnegie Hall, and I used to have a crush on Trina in fourth grade. <laughs> you used the same ones. <laughs> yeah, I just changed. I just found my third one. He looks so proud too. <laughs> like you just see his face. Proud. Should I switch it up? No, I no. Why? Why not? Why not keep what I was going? Um. Okay. All right. So, I think that the the, <laughs> the sentence that you made. <laughs> Which one's the lie? Two seconds before you said it, I think was the lie. The one about Trina. No, no, that's not the lie. That's not the lie. Trina was my girl, fourth grade. (laughs) That's when she first came out, still the baddest and all that shit. Nan nigga and all that shit. All that shit I ain't supposed to be listening to. (laughs) Trina was my girl. All right. Um, and I have performed on Carnegie Hall stage. Um, in high school, I played in the band, and our wind ensemble was invited to a little festival, and we literally got to play on Carnegie Hall. So I wow! Carnegie Hall. Um, and they told us not to take pictures of it, but my ghetto ass definitely snapped a little. I had my little Kodak. That's back in the days of uh, what's that called? The little disposable. disposable. There we go, disposable camera. Yep, yep, yep. Definitely was like, Psh. and they after they saw me and my homie Mike, he had a digital camera, but he snapped a picture of the inside. Uh, they put up, replay the announcement about no pictures in there. I was like, well, fuck it, I don't know if I'm gonna be back up here, but got my picture, little black ass boy from Cincinnati. And the lie was majoring in math at the University of Cincinnati. But what did you major in? I was secondary education. I knew something was teaching. But I did kind of want to be a math teacher. And the reason I never officially declared like what I wanted to teach, if you will, because I didn't get around to the major anyway. But I met trigonometry on a collegiate level. And I said, no, thank you. No, thank you. And the thing is, is like I, I tested that. No, I, well, I mean, you know, you have the placement classes or whatever. And um, where I placed, it was like three, like I was able to take trig and there were like two more higher maths. So I was like, fuck it, I'll do it. Like, yeah, put me in trig, bitch. I'm ready for this shit. Mind you, I didn't take that class until winter uh, quarter. We were on quarter, so like fall, winter, spring. So the last math class was May of the prior year. So like January, I'm talking about trig. The fuck? Hell no. No, thank you. No, I don't. I don't know if I made it that far ever. Mm. Not with no maths. That's why you can't count today. Who am I talking to, by the way? Oh, well, today I am the entire movie. Jackie's back. Is that today? No, it's coming up. Well, will it be released on today? No, it'll be it a will day be tomorrow. Late. It will be tomorrow. And a dollar short. Jackie's back. I'm gonna watch that. It's on YouTube. Yes. It's on the YouTube. Um, and I am Barack Obama's first joint. <laughs> what a nasty thing to to resurface. <laughs> what is there <laughs> nasty about it's only marijuana? No, I know, I'm just saying they crucified that man. Just like they tried to crucify Shakari Richardson. The young black lady who smoked some reefer 
and people trying to act all holier than thou. Now, I'm not saying that rules aren't rules, and like, you know what I'm saying? I appreciate her response to it. She owned what she did, and she knew what she was doing. So I was like, all right, if she feel how she feel, everybody else can shut up, because she knew what was up. So like, you can be mad, fine, she ain't tripping. You cannot be mad, fine, she ain't tripping. Like, it's a mute point. Yeah. But anyways, so today, y'all, we're going to be talking about masculinity, hyper, toxic, and otherwise. Um, joyous, maybe. Maybe. God. Maybe. Maybe. It could be joyous. It could be beautiful. It could be. <laughs> it could be things. Now, um, when I first was thinking of uh, that, it came about um, in a conversation we were having earlier. But, like, I want to ask you, when you hear be a man or, like, Excuse me. What makes a man, or what a man is, like, what goes through your mind? Do you have a definition? If someone were to ask you, um, hmm, it's changing because I'm realizing that different experiences that I'm having, that I'm racking up, <laughs> are forcing me to be a a deeper man, which means being a little bit more, um transparent than I probably want to be. I think that being a man is uh, living within the responsible freedoms of being a man. Responsible freedom. Mm-hmm. We have freedom as men. But you know, as black men, we do have some uh, oppression for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. But even in the guise of, you know, sexism and the history of that misogyny we have freedoms so it's about becoming like cool with the responsible you know the responsible freedoms Hmm. which is going out and being able to hopefully amass as much as you want through hard work you know cool cool now I guess uh, that has me thinking I'm excited Um, when I hear the phrase be a man I'm like Okay, honestly, what first come to mind is Mulan and the song and the musical number <laughs> with all them menses and them big old long sticks. Ah. Ah. It's like, nah, um, on be your man. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, What's like... It, I, well, how that song go? I feel like, I feel like you're going to sing it. down mm, to yeah, business. And it took me right back yeah, to singing for actors. To defeat, there it is. The, the Huns. Huns. <laughs> Did they sing me daughters? Um, you should have came to Wizard of Oz if you wanted a vocal. Um, <laughs> it's like no. Pay for that. Um, but no, when I hear that though, I do kind of like understand what it means while simultaneously seeing the problem with it. Mm-hmm. Like the quote stereotypical man unquote is someone who's strong is someone who and I feel like there's like when you think of an ideal man there's always like a visual component to that strength so I'm gonna say that uh there's strong there's like um a sense of like ownership or like dominance um like no sense of weakness are even signs of there I do feel like men when I think of a strong man I do think there's a sense of gentleness 
But I don't think gentleness is necessarily feminine in quality or like softer in quality per se, even though it's gentle. I don't think it like I wouldn't consider like just because someone's gay or like a feminine man compared to like a non feminine man, a difference in gentleness is noticeable. Yeah, very true. Um but I do think like a, and how they care themselves obviously, but I don't think gentle would be like mm-hmm. removed. Um but yeah, all of that, and I, I just think that it it, it kind of brings about a sense of insecurity for me personally on how I grew up, or how I felt growing up, I should say. Like, I didn't grow up the most masculine. I also enjoyed being around girls all the time, and it's not like I wanted to be a girl. I just, like, preferred to be around girls because back home, I got my brothers who's always teasing me and not, like, you know, just fucking with me and shit, and, like, I'm not... I made male friends, obviously, and, like, I did boy shit, but, like, I was always kind of, like, with the girls. So anytime I hear, like, be a man or, like, what a man is, a sense of, like, insecurity kind of, like, arises. I appreciate you being honest about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Opening it up. But I don't, I don't, I'm intrigued by your sense of, like, how it's changing or, like, like, what... Where I guess can you define the changes, if you will? You gotta always own up to stuff. Okay, that's a that's a big change. It's not being a kid anymore. A kid, you can blame the different. So, are you saying you're sources. changing in how you're seeing yourself in manhood, or like what a man is? Well, I can only go by my those were air quotes by right? my experiences. I think by you know I think that's what we're all going by. It's mm-hmm. like you know, I think it's by whatever whatever was in doctrine within us and whatever we kept whatever we shed you know shed and then our own personal experiences as it pertains to being you know being a man um i think that yeah i think that being a man used to be so um what did you ask me um i'm gonna talk no you're fine (laughs) i was just asking you were saying earlier that there was like a change in like what you when I initially oh, asked yeah. how you define what mm-hmm. manhood and you're saying there's a change there. I guess I'm asking like the before and after oh, definitions, sure. if you will. Well I thought, you know, it was very um it was very cookie cutter. It was always you know, you know, growing up it was very much being a man meant you know, being tough, mm-hmm. being able to uh, you know, provide. That was, you know, kinda of shown on T V. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and so you know, it was it was uh it wasn't necessarily meant like wearing the, your heart on your outside at times or meaning like stopping before reacting. <laughs> stopping you know? and processing and thinking. Yeah, you know, just it was, being like raw. Right, right. And so it meant, you know, that you could also be introspective and it's fine. You don't have to be so explanatory. <laughs> Because I think men sometimes kind of feel like, you know, we keep stuff in. We don't sit around with the chit-chat all the time with the uh-huh. real shit. Uh-huh. We keep it in. I do. You know, I, I do. Yeah. think that that's something that happens. I do think it's interesting to, like, I guess, I always chuckle at myself at, like, rehearsals with uh, where I dance and stuff. Because I, for the longest time, had been the only male body, like, male energy, period. Mm-hmm. And I just would laugh and be like, oh, I'm such a man. Like, I, I just do, like, 
typical guy stuff shit and not even think about it or like I guess I should also say like having felt like growing up that I was seen as less masculine um, walking into environments that like I guess my that's a question I wanted to ask you but I, I'll just go there my quote clockability or like sense of femininity like if you will that's like seen in your person like um, I guess I'll just ask the question have you ever how did you grow up like as far as performing your masculinity do you feel like you overcompensated in your youth do you feel like you've always lived in a true essence of it like hold a pen on that question so I can just get these thoughts out sorry um, but for me like I don't ever feel like I hid who I was but I do know there were times that I actively silenced my gay or like I knew how to act around certain people so like I and it wasn't like I would perform like trying to be like a tough boy but like I wouldn't necessarily sit in my hip I don't know how to explain like there was just ways to like I guess survive but not even survive but like ways of blending in if you will so I'm just wondering if you ever had a sense of your tea being spilt because of maybe your femininity kind of exuding in your person or if you grew into your masculinity without even thinking about growing into your masculinity because I feel like I thought about my masculinity and I thought it wasn't there but I was actively growing into it which is not to say this is the same as manhood like I'm not in the realm of what a man is but like masculinity or like feeling masculine I don't know if any question that I asked ever landed I'm so sorry you ain't stopped talking so (laughs) yes I know what you're saying sorry (laughs) the answer I think for me is that I have I know this sounds real fucking you know uh, esoteric and shit but I I have not I don't want to use the word forgiving because it's not what I mean. That was a word that was about to come out. But don't nobody psychoanalyze me. But no, I have resolved myself with the fact that that is still masculine in a sense. Unless it was, I don't know. I feel like even the act of protecting or you know pushing down or not you know allowing that part to be free was in a way very a very masculine thing to do right and so I don't look at it as like you know I'm not a woman so I don't know if I have feminine Okay. I think I'm just on a scale of masculine. (laughs) You know, it's like for me, I'm like, uh, right, right, right. I don't, I I don't, I'm not a woman. And I know some people may, you know, you may have to, you may look at me or you may see a certain way I do something and go like, oh, that's feminine. But it's just uh, maybe not so heightened representation of my masculinity, but it's not feminine unless I am 
pretending to be a woman. <laughs> like, right. You know, right. and I think, I think you like know, this I, because uh-huh. I have to live in that duality of the world of at times playing a part. That's you know? true. That's true. But I've, that- I've had to learn this. This is not like stuff that I just like pick up on because it was just kind of like these are things that I think I had to really think about and like maybe you know I don't know maybe it is a way of dealing with the past but I also believe that if it was truly femininity that lived within me that it would be at the forefront because <laughs> I feel like that's a much more dominant force oh that's interesting how so I mean, I think it's it's much more certainly like magical, and yeah, it definitely feels more controlled. I, I don't know if magical is a way to describe, but no, I get personal it. No, body, no, I, no, but, you I don't know, think the, I I was I didn't go. I don't feel magical there. at all. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I didn't go there, but I do think there's an idea of like women, generally speaking, and going to I guess a heteronormative type of thinking. But women can get men to do anything. So, like, there is a sense of power in femininity. There is a sense of dominance in femininity. Yeah. But one might not always see it that way because the way masculine, or I I guess through the lens of man telling the story or that testosterone, through the testosterone Mm -hmm. being, I guess, a little bit more stronger and, like, more hoorah-rah, like... It's been fed that that's more masculine, right? Or like more dominating. More dominating. Yeah. When it's like women are femininity juxtaposed to masculinity might be choosing to be submissive. Mm-hmm. Not that it can't be, but like I guess there might be a strength in that choice to be. But I was also thinking while you were speaking of like, I guess the idea of gender in this whole framework of masculine and feminine or like even because like things in science and stuff have like a masculine feminine aspect there Mm -hmm. with language we describe it with a masculine and feminine type of true you know what i mean um so like people who don't ascribe to gender i'm curious i'll say it this way as to what they really feel like like I'm genuinely curious like what are they might feel like mm. um cause I think I could gen- generally speak to what it quote feels like to be a male I feel like a female could speak to what it feels like to be a female that's I guess more genetic I guess let's get back to gender I guess a man I guess I know what it feels like to be a man air quotes but speaking gender, and I think a woman could describe what it feels like to be a woman. But I, I have mainly heard from people who are they them that they just don't ascribe to either, and it's not necessarily. I guess I'm always asking of what is it that they're ascribing to, that is this they. Like, how do you? Can someone, <laughs> I guess, put something a little more tangible? For my mindset, not that I don't respect or like won't actively refer to one as they, I just am trying to understand. I guess in my open-minded yet still very binary lived out live out world, like what is the they? Yeah. What is that? What is that gray space? Outside of it, just being a gray space. 
Oh, we shouldn't call it Greg. It might be a different. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Let me not do that because there's. Well, active, I don't. It's an active like yeah. removal from the yeah. Before binary. Before you get us canceled. No, like, I'm just saying no. it's an active <laughs> no, removal joking. from yeah, the binary. Absolutely. So, like, I can't. Black and white. Is it? Oh, is the color so, gray like, on the flag? I don't know. Forgive me if it so. is. You know, it's just crazy. You know. <laughs> but no, I don't. I definitely. Um, I can't pretend to know the answer to that at all. Right. Right. Um, but that's that is a question. I think that's a question. Maybe we can. If anyone listening. Identifies as, I guess they them. I shouldn't say I guess. If anyone listening identifies as they them, uh, and you feel like being on here helping us understand, help me understand. I shouldn't. Let me not speak for uh, Jackie's back over there. Um, I would like to understand too. Jackie's back would like to also understand. Why wouldn't I want to grow with you? Because you're older than me, so you've been here before. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but no, seriously, I, I'm I'm just genuinely intrigued, and I I personally want to understand my sense of what this gray area is, and maybe I sh- will have to be talked out of seeing that area as gray. But I I'm asking for it if I if that's what that is. Well, yeah, so well, it's a bunch of other areas. You know, so I mean, right? Yeah, so I mean right. that—that's not you know, it's not just three. But do you think? Um, oh, okay, uh, do you don't want to keep going? No, we yeah, I do. <laughs> I just don't know what oh. you're going to ask me. <laughs> you nervous? <clears throat> Little bit. Don't be nervous. Um, but no, how do you think? I guess masculinity, as you were growing up, do you think you were? How am I trying to work this? Because uh, I don't want to say, how do you think the masculinity in your environment played and your surroundings played into who you are? But that's kind of what I'm asking. I just don't want to ask it that way. Um, so, yeah, like growing up, would you say the... Mm, let me ask this. How was your experience outside of sexual? Like legitimately outside of sexual? Because I don't want you to be like, ooh, my experience with men was... Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Knowing you, you whore. But no, how was your how was your experience as a man with varying shades of the traditional term masculinity? Shades being whatever. Um, what was your experience like growing up around the traditional as a non-traditional? How's that as a question? I like that. Which question would you like me to answer first? Was it like growing up as a traditional? Okay, yes, as thank a non-traditional, you. I didn't know if you wanted me to answer one. the question of how was your question. <laughs> we sending you to ABC finishing school, and Whoopi Goldberg is going to sit there and teach you how to talk to a guest or co-moderator. You're supposed to balk at me with questions. There's no room for me not to answer. Okay? So, growing up, (laughs) being surrounded by so much um, uh, robust masculinity, Mm -hmm. I was... uh, Duh! I was attracted to it. I mean, it's pretty clear. I was attracted to that. I was attracted to it. I thought it was sexy. I I thought it was very... Um, um, forthright 
you know, it, it was as a kid, I was like, oh, I never thought like, oh, I'll be like that. Like I said, I don't think to okay, the future see, very much. Wait, oh wait. So I'm gonna meet you where you at because I can see you're gonna, my. You're gonna cut me off. Yes. No, 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 no. I'm jumping on this train with you. <laughs> okay. No, because like I can see how you're answering this question, and like I'm thinking about being a kid, and I remember this one grown man. He was at our um, daycare, or whatever. But he just had a shirt off, and he like did the little okay. chest thing. Talking about like the attractiveness. Oh, okay. And like um, being attracted to that. Okay, I understand. Hear that? Seeing that? Being like, ooh, attracted. I'm more so asking about like the surroundings of I guess people who were shaping you into who you should be like was any of that like that's what I was saying outside of sex and outside of like a sexual like well I also aspired when I say I you know was into it I also aspired to to be it to to emulate to at least understand I thought the actions of it were cool like I thought like smoking a cigarette and you know wearing a sweatsuit was real cool mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you know and like that to me was what a man was what about that's what a man looked like that's what a man did had a fade had a cap jo- watch jewelry that stuff to me was like what a you know what a man that's what, what my earliest memory of like a man is you mm-hmm. know one pants leg rolled up a little bit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know fly mm-hmm. I, see, I see because it. anybody who wasn't it. growing up was a bum Okay. Yeah, I, I'm. I see that. I see it, that. You know, to a degree, it was like that's kind of what the dichotomy was mm-hmm. for growing up. You know, of course yeah. they were in between, but they probably had a car. <laughs> Neither of these people got cars. No, some of these people got cars, but no, but I guess I, you know, like, um, I guess I'm thinking more like in your peer world, like in oh, your amongst my friends. Not necessarily even friends, but like literal peers, your people around you in school and stuff. Those boy boys. Like, were you one of those boy boys? Like, that were... No, I mean, no, I wasn't... You, like, did no, you have I mean, any the older I got... Of, no, no, I would say the older yeah, I got, how was the more... that, I guess, matriculation through your peer life as you started to mature and develop? Oh, life? well, I mean, it was pretty... It, I think it was pretty clear, like, around high school, you know, it was kind of like, okay, you, you, you kind of... Back then, it was always... Uh, that was the question everybody was asking. You straight or you gay? Straight or you gay? I mean, everybody oh, it was like a gay, daily barrage gay. question. You know, I mean, you could do anything. You, could, I mean, you could literally do anything. Know, do, drop a piece of paper and the paper floats down all you know oh, gay like, and it's like, oh look how gay his paper is. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, you gay for the day. Ain't nobody you know, to be gay like, back in the That day. was like the scarlet letter. Mm-hmm. You know, that was the, that was the ultimate shame. But at the same time, the people who were gay and who were out and who were openly themselves were always the key like they mm-hmm. always they always could hold court mm-hmm. and flip the script mm-hmm. and were you out in high school I was I was more so out as like a bisexual okay amongst like my friends and whatnot okay. because I was mm-hmm. um but <laughs> I feel like it was a whole lot of stuff happening um, with young people. Disgusting, <laughs> young people do nasty stuff, but um, but young people experiment and explore a lot, mm-hmm. and so I felt like it was a lot of that more than like definitely will ever come to the light that was happening. Just terrible, just terrible. But I mean, but that you know that exploration never. I feel like the exploration never de-ma- demasculinized the other man. In that situation, that other man could still be a man. 
that's a thing to speak and on. So though, like, people do see gay as less than right, less man than whatever that may mean. Because some of the manliest men, even in the most stereotypical types, are in fact attracted to women. For real, real, like the the that whole aesthetic that I described could could you could look at that and not know what that person does. You really could. And then it's the crazy thing, just like a random tangent, but like. This is why I well, first of all, since we all are women, technically speaking, we just have enlarged clitorises and our ovaries fell into a sack. Um, okay, I'm gonna Google this. No, th- we all really <laughs> like we. It's literally. I don't. Oh, this like, this visual with the hands. It's, look it up. Look it up. The I'm, clit. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Baby dick. <laughs> okay. Sorry. These are not technical terms, uh, people. People listening. Um, but no, like I just think it's very interesting, even how men ascribe to that aesthetic of what a man is, but won't admit to that attraction to that man's aesthetic. Like men who are in the gym all the time. Uh, I, I accept, generally speaking, that women. <coughs> ooh, thank God you did not fall. Wow. Well, you fell, but you. Anyways, um. I think the society that we live in can accept women acknowledging another woman's attractiveness without attaching the ele- uh, uh, the title homosexual to them. Yes. Um, men, we can't do that. However, I disagree. I, I think we can do it. And I think some men who are comfortable with themselves do do that. But there's this, especially with men who like typically... <laughs> Are in the gym all the time are like super macho man. Who, who, who. I'm like, who is that for? There's a there's a uh, an aesthetic that you want to see on you because you like how it looks. You can always vocally make the argument that like, oh no, nah, he just get all the bitches or like, <laughs> da, 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 da. like you can see how you can reflect it on a way that doesn't look like you like what you see in him. Also, uh-huh. like they, you know what I mean, like that just a subscription to that, like, <clears throat> and societies just run away from not saying that you're even homosexual or even bisexual or male, same male attraction, but just like acknowledging like. That looks nice. Like that, I don't know where I'm going with this, or why. Well, let me uh, jump on your train. Jump on it. <laughs> Pause. I-, <laughs> <laughs> I had to. Um, um, if I can remember what I was going to say. Oh, no, it's okay. It's okay. Now all I think about is Thomas Tank Engine. <laughs> I was talking about aesthetics of men looking at bodybuilder, not bodybuilder. Yeah, okay, so I feel like this. I feel like when you walk, when you're in the world, who do you get more compliments from? Out like, of out of male actual, presenting like, people and women. Compliments presenting. like, oh you look nice? Yeah, like for more women. For more women? I do, yeah. Hmm. Like, the way men compliment is not necessarily like a, oh, ooh, you look good type of thing. It, it'll be in like a, oh, I see you. It'll be like a, it won't be, I guess, as direct. Maybe I'll, maybe that's what I'll say. And why I might assume that I get more from women. Because it'll be like, ooh, you look good. Ooh, you, like, it'll be very, quote, direct. Ah. Whereas, I guess, a compliment from a man 
might look like a oh no you I see you doing next wise like it'll be like a you can tell when like a man appreciates I don't know I don't know I don't know if that makes any sense unless they've seen me do something so they're actually like oh good job but like I don't <laughs> okay you, do you get more compliments from me compliments like what yeah I do it's very it's a very odd thing like I've always and I I talk to my friends about it like when it happens I'm like yo it happened again today cause it's always weird to me because I remember one time I was in New York City and I was going to see Cinderella on Broadway and I wore this I may have told the story before but I wore this poncho and you see my poncho the sweater one it has like a whole bunch of fringe on it it's like mm-hmm. brown and tan mm-hmm. and orange I'm just like bipping and bopping to the theater. Just <laughs> shorties are fucking E and J and like all in my, just in my nigga. hand. Just just chugging because it's the winter time and I'm bipping and bopping. Just a nigga. And men were just like complimenting me the whole time. This man held the door open for me. He was like, oh, no, no, no. I'll hold the door open for you, bro. <laughs> and like held the door. And it was like this. It wasn't completely weird because it happens to me. I feel like a lot of men are not shy about giving compliments to another man. I think that that we are open about that because it's like we do enjoy the aesthetic of course like on the but I feel like when like I mean I don't know I don't heard men be like that's a pretty dude you know and like really been like really mean that shit like that's a pretty See I was thinking man. like I guess with men who are super comfortable in themselves in a sense that lean more I guess quote traditionally feminine presenting right and like maybe attire or like how you do yourself up Uh, not to say that they're trying to look like a woman but like more so like men who like solidly like live in that world I feel like normal men air quotes don't have a problem like doing stuff like that and I'm not saying that you walk down here looking like some queen bipping and bopping down the street but like I think that there's like a a sense of respect from a man who like sees and can just like from man to man ultimately just like I respect you for like being who you are doing what you're doing doing what you gotta do type thing or they might have thought you was cute I don't think it was any like, like no. no sexual shit no I know I think it was just like I feel like dudes are always rah rah around other dudes and some shit. I feel but like men dudes do really be get hype, real hype. Real so hype. If you, you know, somebody walk up in the joint, maybe like fresh really to death and shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Go tugging on niggas' clothes. Yeah, and that's and what I'm shit, saying. That's what I'm saying. It. Like, it's always one of those, doing shit always, like that. I do get that. So, I, and it's like, I, that's why I feel like society prescribes a certain thing mm-hmm. on men, and we do it too. We put it on ourselves mm-hmm. because we don't always fully be our full height and. And you know, web of masculinity all the time. Mm-hmm. We live within like such a small range of it. I think most of men mm-hmm. um, that we allow ourselves to let it happen, or it just naturally happens. And some pe- men don't break that shield; mm-hmm. they just mm-hmm. live there. Some men love living there. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Some men don't even go close to it. You know. You know. So I feel like. Yeah, mascu- the idea of masculinity I think is changing quite a bit because of the fact that people are being a lot more open with their sexual proclivities um, happening in the bedroom and that many things like you know pegging and things like that are like 
becoming Yo. a real. It's talked about more. I don't thing. think they're anything less or more. Like I just think it's being talked about more. Sure, and I think you know, and and possibly because it's being talked about more, possibly being experimented with more, and it's like, you know, I do think there's like a, I'll say an interesting amount of, it seems straight identifying men getting into like anal play and stuff this is on the sexual intercourse websites and things that I've just happened to maybe the the educational ones you know yeah um but that does seem to be like a more of a thing that's coming about which is interesting I guess I guess it's one of those things on like the more we learn and know like we things will be begin to change or have begun to change, which kind of plays into how you say your idea of what a man is is changing. Mm-hmm. And I guess mine is, but like not. Sometimes I still think I have like problems that I have to work out. Oh, with how I think yeah. about things. Yeah. Um. But I guess I'm open. While I guess my idea of what a man might be isn't how the world might still define it, if you will, I am open to things having different meanings. It might just take me a minute to grasp it. I'll accept it. I Mm. might not understand it. I can accept things I don't understand, but I'm still asking questions until I understand and understand. But I ain't shit, though, anyways. In case you forgot. You got anything else you want to add to this conversation? It's starting to get dark out. It is starting to get dark out. A storm's brewing. Unc Henny over here. <laughs> Do you understand what the drink of choice was tonight for Unc Henny? That's why you did that. I just got to oh, so tell everybody. A little more. Let me pour a little more for it. <laughs> I got to tell all our listening viewers that um, Obama's first blunt over here. Joint. Joint. <laughs> okay, you're right. I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> he, um, he's an older man. The seventies were his time. Seventies, eight. They were smoking joint. <laughs> um, did a wunderbar, wonderful job for those of you who don't speak any other languages. That was German. I bet you didn't even know that. What you mean? I took German for three years in high school. Oh my god! I did it two years. Um, but no, uh, you were wonderful, wonderful you, friend. You know, I didn't know you had so many, so many lines. Right, I had so many lines. Feature, like it had a part. I had like a little role, a little EPA for real. A little <laughs> part. So that was that was beautiful. But it was a wonderful experience. You know, that was my first um, return back to the. Uh, Return back to theater. Oh my god. Theater. In a in a in a real like traditional, traditional yeah. way. Sorry y'all. Um we're doing I guess a little celebration. This ain't over just yet. I thought we was rapping, but we gonna chit chat. Uh, we gonna rap, but they ain't gonna be around for the end of it. Right. <laughs> Cause you didn't buy a ticket to this party. You showed it and then we charged. But speaking of parties, I do feel like, you know, like our one year anniversary is coming up. We're going to be busy, so we probably won't be able to celebrate it for real, for real, around the real time. But like a couple weeks after that, because we do owe y'all some weeks, we should probably do like a one year anniversary, something fun type deal. You know, it'd be nice to do this, have some fun, maybe um, 
you know, 100% run out of own space and <laughs> pay people to come and sit and you be know, in the audience. You know, act like we got some crowds and shit. Get a set. Actually, you know, I want to do up the space up in here and make a little set. And actually, like, start recording these on video? No, no, not all the time. Just that one time. Oh. We can hardly get the mic out on time for this We shit. hardly can. <laughs> but, uh, no, real quick on the, the return to theater. I will say that um, I truly did enjoy um, the very fast experience um, that I got with The Wizard of Oz. Uh, it was lovely to return and be around theater people again. Um Acting is just different than dance, and while I love both equally, I really love when I get to act, and I did get to act, do acting stuff this time, and I was, like, excited for that. Like, I was two whole different, like, two whole different things. Two different vibes, I'll say. Same me, two vibes. Uh, but it was lovely. I enjoyed performing in front of people again. Uh... Lots of people. Lots of people. Wowie zowie. How was that? I can't imagine what her performance. What it, like, what that view had to look like because you saw it all from the beginning. It was outside for those. Who it was an outdoor missed. theater production um, at Heinz Stadium. Yes, I'm dropping all these fucking names we got paid for in this shit. How do you pay for the name of a stadium? Cause, cause, man, people. Anyway. Got- you where be Beyonce surprised performed what people got copyright for. So I performed where Beyonce has performed. I hope she was facing the same direction. She was probably facing the other way. Because that was facing the river. So she was probably facing away from the river. So motherfuckers couldn't see or try to hear. Because that's some Beyonce shit. Anyways. Returning back to theater was so fun. Um, I'm glad it's back. Uh, God bless the child actors amongst us. Um, they need a union of sorts. It's like, nah. They do. It's the U.S. No, government. But, um, right? N- anyways. Uh, but it was great. I enjoyed it. It was a fun time. It was such a fun time. It was nice to sit there and relive those bops from The Wiz of Oz. You know what I'm saying? Like, was... And then hearing the audience like clap along, sing along, and mm-hmm. like apply when the Wicked Witch got melted. I was like, ooh, you bitches are evil. But I loved it, though. Yeah. Right. It's on the YouTube machine if you do some searching. Uh, it was a live stream, like the actual feed that people who might not have made it, like they got to see. It's it's up on the interwebs if you want to see your boy doing something. But yes, our one year's coming up. Uh, we've been doing this actively and we're still doing it. Thank you for sticking along if you are joining along the way, whoever you are to us. Um, a one year showing would be fun. Yeah, one year, thank you all, and uh, good damn bye. (laughs) Because what the fuck? I ain't doing this until I get a check for it. But salute, salute, as drunk black men say, (laughs) to your wonderful performance. Thank you. And debut at the... Cielo summer season. I finally have a got summer your, show. Under got your ring. Head. I do. I'm in there with a lot of other people finally, and I'm appreciative. And more to come. More people to come to get up in there. Also, prayerfully. Prayerfully. Some people. All the people. Entendre. <laughs> Jackie's back, Jackie's baby. back. If you don't Make know sure what Jackie's watch back it. is, it's on YouTube. It's yes, on YouTube. watch it. Check it out. It's let's give a shout out to. The you should have watched it on June, <laughs> July fifteenth, the actual day of it being a thing. But hey, yeah, that's in two days. 
But it'll be yesterday when this drops. Sure, but you can still watch it anytime because, because it's on the YouTube. The wonderful Jennifer Lewis has a movie called Jackie's Back, where she is the lead of. She probably, I think she wrote wrote it. Robert Townsend directed it. It's like a mockumentary style. Yeah, type mockumentary of, of a diva coming back, y'all. If you ain't never see the shit, it's enjoy so good. it. It's, it's so good. Whoopi Goldberg. All all the celebrities are in it. Yep. Literally, all the black celebrities are in it. Is every, when did it's it came out in the 90s, 80, late 80s, 90s? Late, early 2000s. Early 2000s. Early 2000s. Very campy. So do yourself a favor. And enjoy yourself some movie. And um, yes, everybody stay safe. You know, Delta out here. Uh, stay away she from the kids. Here. Stay away Ooh, from child. the Lord. Uh, if you can deal with them, be outside and away from them. Keep, yeah. them, keep be, them away from you. But be blessed. But like we always say, we ain't shit, so... Oh, yeah, I forgot. We we nasty people. We ain't shit! <laughs> so don't pay us no damn Not mind. Because we cuss. And shit. <laughs> Trash. <laughs> Put it on my, put it on my, put it on my.